This is David Chuddick, and I'm a certified financial planner with Parallel Financial. Since 2005, I've been helping my clients to make the right financial decisions for them for the reasons that are important to them. This episode is going to be the second in our series of episodes that are designed to help those who are thinking about starting a business to avoid some of the mistakes that I and all other business owners have made. I hope that you'll find it to be valuable. If you've listened to any of the last 120 plus episodes of the Weekly Wealth Podcast and have ever wondered what it might be like to work with me as your financial advisor, I have a pretty simple process. Go to www.weeklywealthpodcast.com and click on the Contact Us tab at the top. You can schedule a time for us to chat via Zoom or in person if you're local, where we'll talk about some of the 30,000 foot aspects of your financial situation and talk about if we are right fit for each other. It's really that simple and there's no cost for this meeting. I hope that you learn a lot from this episode. This is the Weekly Wealth Podcast with certified financial planner, David Chuddick, where we discuss the wealth building mindsets and tactics that can help you to build and maintain wealth for you, your family, and your business. Well, hello, and welcome to the second episode in our series of episodes that are geared towards those who want to start a new business. Um, I'm an entrepreneur. I love entrepreneurship, but entrepreneurship can be difficult, and we wanted to give you some tools that can help you to succeed. So last week, we talked about some ways to fund your business. Today, we're going to be discussing an important aspect of running a business, and that's insurance. Now, insurance can be a complicated subject, but it's an essential to protect your business from financial loss. Today, we're going to be discussing the various types of business insurance, some definitions, and also some of uh, the costs that might be involved involved with insurance as it relates to your business. So let's start with the basics. What is insurance? Insurance is a contract between the insurer, and that's the insurance company, and the insured, that's the policyholder. The insured pays a premium. Uh, in exchange, the insurer provides financial protection against specific risks, such as, let's say, property damage or theft or liability claims. So really at its core, insurance protects your money and your future money. Think about it this way. If I cause you to have a loss, either I pay for your loss or my insurance company pays for it. Or if my building burns down, either I pay for a new building or my insurance company pays for my new building. So before we get into some common types of business insurance, let's talk about first the methods of managing risk. So the first way that you can manage risk is you can reduce risk. And you can really reduce risk by simply, quote, being careful. Driving the speed limit will reduce your chance of having a car accident, although it doesn't eliminate the risk. In many cases, businesses can reduce risks by having careful loss control practices. Another way to manage risk is you can eliminate risk. Uh, so you can eliminate risk by, well, eliminating the possibility of having a loss due to that risk. So you can eliminate the risk of getting into a drunken driving accident by simply never driving drunk. In a business setting, let's say you are a painting company, you can eliminate the risk of having a large overspraying loss. That's when uh, wind would blow paint onto cars and property by simply not offering exterior painting as one of your services. Uh, the number three way of handling risk is to transfer risk. And this simply means that you're paying an insurance company to cover a loss if it occurs. 
And then finally, uh, you can choose to retain risk. And what that means is either all or part of the risk, you can consciously decide that, hey, if this thing happens, I'm going to pay for the loss myself. Or if this thing happens, I'm going to have a deductible and I'm going to pay for the first part of that loss myself. Now, one of the things with risk retention is you always want it to be a conscious decision as opposed to a surprise when something happens because you didn't know that you had um, an issue that would not be covered. So let's talk about one of the fundamental concepts of insurance, and that's indemnity. An indemnity means that insurance policy will pay for the actual loss incurred up to the policy limit. It's important to note that insurance is not meant to be a profit center. It's designed to make the insured or the person that person or entity that suffered the loss whole again, not more, not less. So indemnity is a very important concept that you'll run across with insurance. So now let's move on to some common types of business insurance. This is a very general overview of insurance. Policies and laws are state-specific, and I cannot emphasize enough how important it is to work with a competent local agent who understands your business and can make the proper recommendations. Remember, insurance protects your money and your business's money and all the money your business may ever earn. So work with a competent professional. So one of the most common types of insurance for businesses is liability insurance. Liability insurance protects businesses from financial loss if they are found legally responsible for injuries or damages to a third party. You come into my store, my team was mopping the floors but did not have a wet floor sign or tell you that it was slippery. You fall, I'm liable. And hopefully I have adequate liability insurance to pay for your injuries. But if not, it's going to come out of pocket to pay for your losses. There are several different types of liability insurance, but the two most common are general liability insurance and professional liability insurance. General liability insurance covers bodily injury, property damage, and personal and advertising injury claims. Professional liability insurance, also known as errors and omissions insurance, provides protections against claims of professional negligence or mistakes. So your doctors will have malpractice insurance, uh, your financial planners, your insurance agents. Uh, Typically, most professions that require a license uh, really should have uh, some sort of some form of professional liability insurance. The next term that a lot of business owners will hear would be business owner's policy or BOP, B-O-P. And the BOP is a package policy that combines several types of insurance, including the property insurance, so that could be the building or the contents, liability insurance, we already kind of discussed what that covers, and other types of insurance, uh, such as maybe business interruption insurance. This type of policy is typically designed for small to medium-sized businesses, and they can offer cost savings compared to purchasing each type of insurance separately. The BOP will typically have coverage on a building, so you, you'll you need to have uh, coverage on your building if you own the building. And sometimes if you're renting a building, the landlord will require that you carry coverage on the building itself. You'll have coverage on your content, so that would be your desks, your, your inventory, uh, things like that. Um, it'll also have a broad range of miscellaneous coverages that could include valuable papers, sign coverages, and uh, some of those 
might need to be increased because they'll have base minimum levels. Then there are also optional coverages. And some of these that you want to look at are non-owned auto. Uh, if your employees are driving their car on a company business and they cause a car accident, it's crucial that you have non-owned auto insurance because guess what? Both you and uh, the employee are going to get sued by the person uh, to whom they, they, they cause damage in the car accident. And if you don't have that non-owned auto coverage, you don't have coverage. Um, so it's really, really important to work closely with your insurance agent and work with an insurance agent who understands commercial insurance so that you can discuss which of these miscellaneous coverages maybe need to be increased um, and which of the optional coverages should be added. Oftentimes, there's a very, very minimal uh, premium cost for adding optional coverages, and you would be very, uh, very happy to have them if you ever had a loss. Host liquor liability also. That's a big one to ask your insurance agent about. If you ever have any events where you serve alcohol at all, host liquor is very important. Workers' compensation insurance is another critical type of insurance for businesses to have. This insurance is required in most states and provides benefits to employees who are injured or become ill as a result of their work. The benefits can include medical care, disability payments, and even death benefits. It varies from state to state, but most states require businesses to carry workers' comp coverage once they have a minimal amount of employees. Four is a pretty common number, but make sure to check with your state. Workers' compensation premium is based on a rate per dollar of payroll. Oftentimes, businesses might have different classes of employees. There might be clerical employees with a very low rate and contractors rates, and these would be the people who are doing manual labor who will have higher rates. So the business will be responsible during the application process and later the annual audits to divide the various payroll class codes so that an accurate premium can be determined. With workers' comp insurance, make sure that you understand that proper payroll records will make your life much easier uh, when the audit comes around. Workers' compensation companies can and often do audit your payroll records at the end of the term. So this means that they'll actually look at your tax paperwork and uh, make sure that they're charging the right amount of premium. They will literally take the rate per dollar of payroll and multiply it times the amount of payroll dollars that you had. And that could either result in getting a bill because you had more payroll than you thought you were going to have, or it could even end up in a credit because you had less payroll than you thought you would have. But suffice it to say, that the audit is incredibly important and will need to be handled either by you, your accountant, or someone in your organization that handles the administrative parts of your business. Let's take a break from the podcast. My name is Jessica Owens, and I oversee the property and casualty insurance operations of David's organization. If you happen to be in South Carolina, North Carolina, or Georgia, and you'd like some guidance on your risks and policies, you can email me at jessica at cfsig.net. Also, if you're on Instagram, I put out some really informative videos and you can find me at Miss Independent Insurance Agent. And don't forget that at its core, insurance simply protects your money. So make sure that you have the right insurance for you and your business. Finally, we're going to talk about business auto insurance. And business auto insurance is another type of insurance that's necessary for companies that use vehicles for business purposes. 
this insurance provides protection against accidents, theft, and other types of damage to the company vehicles and damages that the vehicles cause to others. One of the greatest threats to a business's financial future is its potential is a potential major car accident caused by one of the business's vehicles. For this reason, it is crucially important to have liability limits that are very high. Uh, this will protect your business and your business's financial future. And finally, it's worth mentioning that there are so many other types of insurances that businesses need, depending on their specific industry and risks. For example, if your business relies on a specific piece of equipment, you might want uh, equipment breakdown insurance and that there are costs involved. And when you're thinking about starting a business, you need to be budgeting in the cost of insurance because quite frankly, sometimes they can be fairly significant. Uh, a few more things that I wanted to discuss that you'll need to work with your insurance agent about would be certificates of insurance and additional insureds. Now, to make this very simple, there are times where uh, other businesses will make it a condition of doing business with you that you show them that you are insured and make them a certificate holder. Um, that's normally very, that's normally free of charge and your insurance agent can handle that for you, but it does require some administrative work. There are other times where a vendor that you're doing business with will want to be named as an additional insured. Um, and this will require some work on your part as well to talk to your insurance insurance agent. And sometimes there's a minor cost to have other companies named as an additional insured. So. Like any other part of your finances, I always talk about being purposeful, and it's important to be purposeful with your insurance and know what you have, know where your risks are, know where your exposures are, and to consciously decide if you're going to uh, cover those exposures if they're needed, um, or if you're going to self-insure or retain that risk. So that being said, again, if there's anything that's keeping you up at night, or if you've ever wondered what it would be like to work with me as your financial advisor, go to www.weeklywealthpodcast.com and then go to the contact us tab, uh, fill out the short form. We'll get together on Zoom or in person if you're local. We'll talk for about 30 minutes about the 30,000 foot level aspects of your finances. We'll decide if we are right fit to move forward. And it's really just that simple. So until next episode, we wish you a blessed week. Thank you.